Hello, and welcome to episode 69 of the Dial-Up Movie Club. I'm your host, Matthew, and with me this week, as always, we got Drew. Drew, how are you doing this week? Oh, funny sex number. We reached it. We reached it. Um, I'm all the right. Pinnacle. I'm doing all right. Oh. Uh, what did I do this week? Uh, we're, we're starting planning the Halloween party that we have every year. It's an annual thing. Um, there's a lot of effort going to be put into it. And we're doing a Scooby-Doo theme this year, which I'm pretty excited for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... Yeah. Also, me and all the boys, we went to uh, Jeremy's Cottage this past weekend, uh, previous guest Jeremy, uh, and that was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, got a great very, time. very drunk, uh, had some g- good memories. Yeah. Fun times were had by all. Yes, sir. I was pooped. I was pooped. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of great memories, we got Dean. Dean, yeah. how are you doing this week? I'm doing good, Matt. Um, this week is a good week, I think. I guess I didn't really think of what happened when I said that. Um, seems like a good week. What did I do? Yeah, we were at the cottage with Jeremy. Yeah. yeah that was a fun time. Matt only went for a day. Lame. Lame. And he Lame. also made sure to tell uh, Jeremy's parents who were feeding us that this was the worst service. I did not say he, that to them. Do not very, start. Very no, no, no. Yeah, he said it pretty loud. Um, it seemed very directed. This service is awful. Worst service. Yeah. And then, then when he realized what he did, he did the classic, you know, trying to save yourself. Like, no, no, uh-huh. no. Oh, oh, oh. It was, it was, I was talking about good. this. Audience, I want you to know you're being manipulated right now. These are all lies they're feeding you. How do you um, know Matt's not manipulating you right now? I never would. Oh, I never would because I love our manipulation. Audience. You see, that's the thing about manipulation. That's the too many thing, mind right. games. I'm gonna get a headache before we even get in this movie. <laughs> nice. Oh, we, I'm glad you had to trust Matt. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> our next shirt. <laughs> we best we trust, best Matt. trust <laughs> Matt. I like that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I had a good week. I finished Breaking Bad. Uh, ten out of ten. Banger show. Uh, Dean, where are you at? I'm. I don't know if I'm much further from when I last told you. I think my last episode was still uh, episode 12. Dang. How many episodes? uh, I believe it's either 15 or 16. Oh. Yeah. I think you told me I'm right before it starts going. Mm -hmm. The last three episodes, it goes and does not stop. But, um, Ooh. yeah, you were kind of hanging over my head. You were like, oh, I'm just a couple episodes in front of you. So, like, the last week, I was like, I'm going to finish this before him. Dean is giddy right now. He is so I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm, I'm nervous. So, well, let me tell you how it ends. So, basically, no. Walter White no. uh, <laughs> took his headset. You're good, Dean. Don't worry. And then Jesse said um, he was. (laughs) (laughs) He ripped it back off. No, it was a good show. Can't do that. Uh, I I forgot to mention something. Uh, 
me and Sydney have been watching the second season of the Cuphead show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And, How was uh, that? Cuphead show. Honestly, second season is like pretty pretty banging so far. It, it got some laughs out of me. Um, it's got the some of the, the sexy Cuphead characters in there. I know that's Legit. Dean's favorite. Dean uh, is a huge fan of sexy Cuphead characters. I'm not. The it's big, honestly what made me hate Cuphead. The big sea beast woman. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's like the show kind of reminds me a bit of like a little bit of a less funny SpongeBob, but like still kind of comparable. Mm. But I, I, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's not bad. I, I checked out a few of the episodes. I liked it. Okay. I didn't ever invest my time into Cuphead because when I saw Cuphead coming out, it like immediately had a pornographic following. It, are there are there the sexy rule. characters? It's the rule of the internet, though, Dean. Like any anything you put up that, is going to get sexualized. That's true. There's probably a dial-up fanfic out there. Oh, oh you know. I, I hope so. Wait to see that. <laughs> Hashtag arrange the centipede. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> No, I mean that just comes with anything. So I, I'm so confused at why Cuphead is where you draw the line. I know, with that. and because it seems like something Dean should love. It's like he that's loves all I would see. I would see more Cuphead porn than Cuphead. <laughs> you could easily change that by playing more Cuphead or watching more Cuphead. It felt like they made the porn and then the game. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original creators, that's where it started. They were just like filling out requests on Fiverr for some <laughs> retro porn cartoon style. Literally, there's Fiverr. one character in that game that has breasts. And the rest of them Ooh. are like animals. Oh. <laughs> Yes, that, that might not have been the right choice of words to get Dean to, to reconsider. Well, no, I'm saying, like, that's why it's weird that that's where he draws the line, because only one character is, like, remotely sexual. The rest yeah. are, like, cups and animals. Yeah, there are only, yeah, you're right. I wonder you're if right. I even saw that character, though, because it was usually just the two boy Cuphead dudes and just... What?! <laughs> That's all I would stumble across going through my random oh, pages. The cops. His his feed was tailored specifically to him. It was That's, not. It knew that the what meme he wanted pages to did it. And That's you know what? Rancid. I've been striking against the meme pages. You know, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them going follow Catalina, whatever. She got the fattest, most bounciest ass in town. No, <laughs> I don't want to follow her. If I wanted to find that, I would have looked it up. <laughs> so every time I see that now, I unfollow and no, I make a difference. Bro. I, I, I stopped I going to Instagram for memes for a, a long time ago. I, well, I, I don't want to go on TikTok. I kind of just stopped looking at memes entirely. Like, I feel like if they're good enough, they'll come to me. You're right. Well, that's because we send them to you. Are we doing <laughs> your dirty work? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. No, I am not the coal miner of memes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you All have right. been so far. <laughs> Man, <laughs> some good ones. <laughs> I want to. 
I want to move on to something okay, else here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Away from the porn and memes. Um, <laughs> we got Drew's pick for franchise starters. Drew, what'd you bring us this week? I brought Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is a fantastic film. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. I, mm-hmm. I watched it on Blu-ray. Nice. Another 80s movie, of course. I was just going to say, you picked an 80s movie, so you know it's getting a low score from Dean. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it's a good movie. That's oh, but it has a it has though. a macho man in a jungle. I, I didn't like that last week. It's not as strong as the Predator macho man, though. Like, Predator, they literally got the bodybuilders in the room. And they're like, all right, uh, we know we just grabbed you from the gym, but you guys are going to be in a movie. But don't worry, it's macho. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now after that comment, uh, to all the the listeners who are little puny boys, um, I'm <laughs> sorry, but Indiana Jones is a real man. He's the true he alpha. Indiana well, Jones is for the men. For the I, men. I say Indiana Jones. I don't know if he's more alpha than Arnold because Arnold was pretty badass and Predator. I but... I've. I view him as more. Well, I you see, I bet Indiana Jones perhaps could also find a way out of this situation. But, you know, I still I would still wonder if Indiana Jones could take on Predator. Whereas Arnold, I look at him and I'm like, there's a chance. There's a chance there. Indiana Jones, though, I do favor him more. He's a he's a cooler character. I like his I don't know if I want to say like his morals. I can't remember all of his morals, but he wants to put the artifacts in a museum. Listen, we haven't even gotten to the IMDb game yet, but that is one of the things I love about Indiana Jones is the fact that he's a very simple character. Yeah. He's not super complex. He's just a good guy. Right. Like he's just like a good guy that wants to put uh, artifacts in a good place. Yeah, and and also kill some Nazis. So you yep. know you love of that course. too. Of course, I think it looking, belongs in a museum. Looking from like a realism standpoint, I don't think either of them should live against the predator <laughs> because True. some advanced warrior from outer space with invisibility. I feel like even Arnold should have died. How about Chuck Norris? Well, obviously he could take well, on predator. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Chuck well, Norris. Of glad we got that out of the way at least. Well, let's get the IMDb game up and going. While Drew pulls that up, I will explain the rules. IMDb is a website where users can go and rate a movie on a scale of 1 to 10. Dean and I will then guess the scores, and whoever is closer, with a decimal point included, will get to go first. Um, Drew won last week. James won the week before. Drew won the week before that, and then I won the week before that. So <laughs> I get to go first. Dean and I have both uh, been on a bit of a losing streak, oh. but one of us is going to topple that right now. And I'm hoping it's me. It's going to be me. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Indiana Jones has got to be high. Like, if you ever talk to someone, they're like, I don't really like Indiana Jones. No, you don't. Because it's like, everyone likes it. I think it's got to be high. I, I'm going 8.3. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ooh. 
you dirty little bastard. Um, I think Indiana Jones is a great movie. It's fantastic. I, you're right. I haven't heard anybody dislike it. It's it's at a likable level to where I could see it in the nine range. But just with it being in the 80s, I just don't normally see an 80s movie make that part, make that level. So I'm going to give it an 8.6. Oh, okay. This is cool. Because one of you is point one away, and that person—I bet it's me. Because Drew, yeah, Drew's reaction, Aquaman. Yes, yeah, the king of Atlantis. I retract my bet. It was an eight point four. I was close. I put it. I put it down just a little bit, but. Wow, this is... I dedicate this win to uh, all the dolphins of the world. That's Every dolphin. Sweet. See, if I, I won, I would have dedicated to it to something better. The the deep from the boys would really appreciate that. Yeah. So, Dean, just to update you, you are now on a six-loss streak. And oh, next thanks, week, man. And next week you can't <laughs> compete, so you're destined to be at least at seven losses. Oh, it's good um, to be here. It's good. <laughs> So that does that mean he's going to be tied with you? It might if he loses the week after, I think he passes me. Oh. Oh shit. But that's a story for another day cuz we got to get to my initial thoughts because I won the IMDb game. So here are my initial thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, everyone knows this movie. I I mean, I knew it. Like I can't think of a point in time where I didn't where I wasn't aware of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, everything about it's iconic. It's been parodied to death. Um, like, like the music, of course, everyone knows the music. And it's it's iconic. And I w- grew up watching it. I played the Lego game, of course. Iconic Lego game. Um, and I just, I rewatched them. I marathoned them all with Kim last year. Had a great time with them. And then I watched it again today on VHS. Um, Are you on VHS? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Good>. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, but I really love this movie. I think it's... It's very, it's a very easy watch. It's simple. It's fun. It's just a good time. Like I said, it's very, I imagine it's very hard to dislike Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. It's just a good time. I I think that is a a very nice thing about this movie is the simplicity of it. Like, Mm -hmm. it, it feels like a a pretty snappy story. Like I feel like it it feels a lot shorter than it actually is. And it does a good job at keeping you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. Dean, your initial Uh, thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark. My initial thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark are pretty good. I was excited to watch it. Um, one thing I notice whenever I watch an Indiana Jones movie is they start out slow. Each one. 
starts out slow, in my opinion. But they always pick up to where it's worth watching. So, because when I started this movie, I was like, this is pretty slow. Am I gonna am I gonna like this? I should like this. I love Indiana Jones. Maybe I've overwatched it. But then it picked up, and I was like, ah, this is what I'm here for. Um I you know me, I love period pieces, so I absolutely love every piece of aesthetic to history in this movie. Um every piece. I mean it's a movie revolving around history. And Ark of the Covenant, that's always been something that's been interesting to me. Um, just because it's never been found, yet they say it exists. You know, that's something. That's pretty much every movie, ain't it? Every Indiana Jones movie. It's something that's never been found, but it's been, I guess, other than Crystal Skull. Because I don't, I never well, heard they, anything. No, they're skull. looking for the Crystal Skull. <laughs> I don't, but what was the second one? What's Temple of Doom looking for? You the know? Temple of Doom. Oh, <laughs> I I don't know if you're right. I gotta watch that now. But um, okay, yeah, I was excited to watch it. Um, I mean, that's my initial thoughts of it. I uh, read before watching it. I read um like a little bit of it. It was kind of accidental. I don't remember like being like, I wonder what George Lucas thought. I just somehow ended up reading it, and apparently George Lucas met with Steven Spielberg. I think in Hawaii. Um, Mm -hmm. because they were both vacationing from whatever film they were working on at the time that I can't personally remember. But uh, I think it was George Lucas brought it up to Steven Spielberg. He's like, I got this idea for a movie. And Steven Spielberg loved it. He's like, it's like James Bond, but without the gadgets. And I can kind of see that. I mean, there technically are still kind of gadgets, but they're like old ancient traps. So I don't consider that a gadget. That's traps. Hey club members, it's Matthew. Now, as many of you know, I'm getting married next year, and I want to fit into a tux and most of all look good in it for those photos. So I've been having to prioritize my own health a lot more, eating healthier, getting rid of sodas, and walking more. And one of the biggest helps for me has been Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and the Hydration Multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. I love how it makes me feel after a workout. This stuff refreshes you. I love All the flavors, but let me tell you two of my favorites. One, the new strawberry lemonade flavor. Fantastic. And if I'm feeling a little more classic, I go with the pina colada. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting, which contain five essential vitamins. B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations 
for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DIALUP at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DIALUP at liquidiv.com. You're you're like half right on the story, Dean. Okay, well, correct Stephen. I my <laughs> turn to correct you. Okay. Uh, Steven Spielberg really wanted to direct a James Bond movie, and oh. George Lucas was like, "Let's make something better." <laughs> and then this happened, and I agree. I think Indiana Jones a hundred percent better than James Bond. I'd like rather watch the yeah. same James Bond movie. I would much I rather think... watch this. I like it over James Bond, I think, because it doesn't have the gadgets. It makes it more like, how's he going to do it? How's he going to do it? Whereas James Bond, mm-hmm. you're like, well, he could just have a gadget that does this. And then he might actually, yeah. he'll do it. It's not it's it's a lot not like Batman. predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of the charm of Indiana Jones movies, where they just put him in the most like, how the hell is he going to get out of this situation? I think about the plane fight in this movie, and he, uh, he that little scoundrel, he finds a way. He finds a way? I mm-hmm. felt like, for me, I felt like I felt that with something else, and I don't know if it's as early as when he's running from the rock, because the dude swings and leaves him there. He just goes like, adios, or something, whatever the heck he says, yeah. and leaves him there. It's like, oh, how's he going to do it? But he did it. That root yep. that you think's gonna get yanked out, it decided to stop, which was good. Yeah. I don't know how that worked. Yeah, sometimes but... it's just pure luck. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it is just like he is very keen and it seems like he's almost got like some previous training or something. Mm. Is his lady friend in this movie, is she in Crystal Skull? Cause yeah, I they get like married. That's what I thought is because I was just, I don't know, for some reason this time watching it, I saw it. I was like, that's the lady. Every time I watch <laughs> Crystal Skull, I'm like, they introduce her like I'm supposed to know her. I don't know who this is. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Do you watch Crystal Skull that often? That was my second question. How often are you watching Crystal Skull? <laughs> for once a week. It might have been, I mean, I know Tori, that's the most, she watched them. So before, Wealthy Theater showed The Last Crusade a few weeks back, and Tori and I went to see that, and that was her first Indiana Jones film other than Crystal Skull. And so before that film, she's going backwards. Yeah, she's going backwards. Um, She didn't like Indiana Jones before that, but... She loved Last Crusade. She thought that was really good. So then she okay, watched the first okay. one. I think she liked the first one. I really don't know. Um, I heard the second one is a lot darker because um, what I read was Spielberg and George Lucas um, pretty much both agreed that it would be easier to make it darker to reflect um, since they were both going through divorce or separation at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a dark time in their lives. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> but... was. And they transitioned it to Temple of Doom. 
Yeah, Temple of Doom is weird because it's equal parts like a lot more kid friendly because they introduce introduce um what's his oh, name short it's round not, short, yeah it's short something, something like that short yeah but then they, it's also like a scene of a dude performing a Mortal Kombat fatality yeah. on a guy <laughs> little but, half squat yeah not little half squat from <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Uh, Drew, I'm so sorry. What are your initial thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, I guess I didn't. Um, uh, so I don't know when I first watched this, but I mean, I feel like I just kind of always grew up with Indiana Jones. Like um, the, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize Dean could zoom his webcam in. So that's he has a camera. Off. So <laughs> oh, okay, you can turn every episode of this into the office now. <laughs> We can with awkward uh, zoom. I can't believe yeah. Matt said that. <laughs> Tim Halpert face. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, like the opening sequence, like that's the first thing I always think of when I think of Indiana Jones. I just think of him replacing the little golden statue with the bag of sand, and I, I think of that whole scene. And uh, I ended up. Uh, in tech center, when I went there, um, where I first kind of started learning about film and video, uh, I ended up making a PSA against underage mm. drinking for, oh, a, I remember uh, that. Uh-huh. It was, a it was for a Michigan only high school competition. Uh, Didn't called... it get disqualified? No, no, it, it's, uh, it actually won, um, one of the best awards on his second oh. try. So uh, yeah, that was that was pretty pretty sweet. Um, they were going to disqualify you because didn't you press your lips to a bottle? Yes, yes, you're right. I totally forgot about that. You're not supposed to like press your lips to a bottle. They were very strict on that rule, and I don't even think I did. I think it was just the angle that made it look like my lips were on the bottle, and so I had to like retake a shot and resubmit it. I think, but. Um, yeah, it ended up doing really good. So, and apparently they still show it in the tech center to this day. So, oh, uh, it's, a, it's a high honor, um, at Mr. Mr. Walbrink, previous guest and Mr. Marr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't want you to touch your lips to the bottle cause they didn't want to create alcoholics, um, by making alcohol PSAs. That must've been it. That must've, that must've been, been it. it. Because they take they take a touch their lips. Next thing you know, they're like, "I'm going to take a sip." They take a sip. Next thing you know, they're like, "I'm going to take a gulp." Whoa, <laughs> this is fun. Whoa, I like this. I like yeah. this. I love how the first, the very That's first fun. shot of this movie is like a big wide of the mountains, and then Indy's ass steps into center frame. It's the very <laughs> first shot. I thought you were gonna like make note how it's the Paramount logo that fades into a mountain that no. looks like it, but you went you went right for that, huh? Indies. Are you saying yep. the Paramount logo fades into his ass? <laughs> <laughs> what a transition! <laughs> I no, I I think this opening scene genuinely one of the best opening scenes of all time. You got Indiana Jones and Doc Ock going to get that idol, and it's it's incredible. That's Everything his, about it. It's him. I didn't realize that's, it. He's that's Alfred Molina. And Tori said it wasn't him, he, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, it's not." His skin almost like looks 
darker. Yeah, I don't know what they did to him. I hope uh, I hope it wasn't bad. I hope it's not through makeup Daka. department. I hope mm-hmm. he was just really tan. I was going to say, maybe he was just tan and dirty. <laughs> he had to tell her. Hello, Peter. I'm here to get the idol. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Peter. Hello, Peter. Peter. Uh, this this looks really... <laughs> You don't watch Family Guy. You don't know Shapoopy. <laughs> well, good episode. Uh, that's you ain't a no... movie. <laughs> you you ain't no you ain't no Family Guy fan if you don't know Shapoopy. <laughs> It's true. Oh, oh gosh. This is a train wreck. <laughs> this is. But I hope the people and I hope the listeners are enjoying it. Um, Dean, do you like this opening? Talk about it. I was going to say this. Oh, I really was going to say this opening is. I agree with you. It's a very exciting opening. I love it. But I still say. I think every Indiana Jones movie actually has a good opening. But it, after the opening. It hits um, Professor Jones at school, and I'm like, "Oh, get this over with!" Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you gotta establish the story. You gotta have the dude come to you. We're looking for this item. You're not gonna find it, but where you've already found some of it. What? And now we gotta go on an adventure, and then it mm-hmm. picks up. But it always takes like thirty minutes to maybe even an hour. I, I still yeah. like that part, like, and I, I think it's cool how Indiana Jones almost has, like, a dual identity, kind of like Superman Clark Kent style. Like, he's got his, like, explorer, adventurer self, and then he's got his Dr. Jones professor self, and I like it. I think it wasn't it wasn't too slow for me. I see what you're saying. It is a little slow, but... I found the stuff that he was talking about um, pretty interesting. Like, I was trying to really put myself back into the shoes of being, like, a first watch through. I was like, oh, when the light comes through the pendant, it does something? Wow. Mm -hmm. Having seen this movie as many times as I have, it does have, like, two long exposition scenes right after, like, the opening Mm-hmm. And it does, it drags for a bit <laughs> until they get into the mountains with the drinking game with Miriam. Yeah. I'm uh, just like, let's just get to that. <laughs> yeah, that cabin sequence, I love it. And I, I... It does pick up there. I know they're Nazis. I'm not trying anything. I just really like the aesthetic of Black Suit Guy. Yeah, no, mm. I was going to say... He's he's like one of my favorite villains just in yeah. general. Like he's I my think, favorite villain of the movie, I think. Yeah, definitely of the movie. He's he's got like such a creepy look and voice and um mm-hmm. I I love how um <laughs> I, this is a small scene later on. Uh but I love how they like subvert your expectations with his coat hanger uh in the Oh head. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it looks like a torture device. It looks but, like nunchucks, and then a third part is out, and you're yeah. like, huh? And then yeah. he starts folding it. Because when like, he folded it out, it got me again. Yeah, no, same. Me. I was like, <gasps> it's He's like a very slimy type guy, and I feel mm-hmm. like 
it's probably because of the fire, but in that whole cabin scene, like he is just sweating, like he's glistening. So he does actually look like a slimy guy. Is he wearing gloves from then on out because of the medallion? Because I don't know if he had gloves when he walked in there. Because he was barehanded when he grabbed the medallion. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, not grabbing any more hot things. I, <laughs> I'm wearing gloves. I did notice a few continuity errors. I don't know if you guys did as well. Um, but like when she first pulls out the amulet, it's around her neck. And then like two cuts later, one or two cuts later, it's like shown off of her neck, but it doesn't like show her taking it off. Like it's just off her neck all of a sudden. Um, um, there's, there's just like a couple things like that. I noticed. I like when, um, do you know his name? Black suit guy. Oh, black suit guy. Uh, um, I just had it. I lost it one second, but I like when he grabs the medallion and he like, t- he like holds on for a while. Like I can do this. Ron, uh, Ronald Lacey. Tote. That's the tote? character's name. Tote. Tote. What? But tote. That's not tote. what it says. The, ac- uh-huh. the actor is Ronald Lacey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's showing me, um, yeah, Major Arnold Tote. I like when he picks uh, up the medallion, though, and it's like, tss, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, it is cool how that like almost becomes like a wait, does it? I might have just made this up in my head. I don't know, um, like because when it's burned into his hand, um, isn't it like the other side that they didn't have of their pendant? that was like reproduced because the one guy says to him, like um, his Indies friend from Cairo says like uh, something about like, it's two sided um, and they don't, they only have one side. They have like a reproduction of the pendant. Um, and then I oh. thought maybe he burned his hand on the other side that they don't have. Oh no, no, no. So I think they did get the one side that they had from his burned hand. Maybe. Right? You, uh... Yeah, because they lose the thing, and he's like, actually, we kind of have it still, (laughs) because it was burned onto my hand. So, yeah, they only had the one side of it. So it's it's cool how that does kind of, like, come back around to be a a small plot device. Mm -hmm. Oh, I never put that together. Yeah, that's how they there's there's a theory. It's not really a theory, it's more so like an observation I've seen going around that Indiana Jones himself has like no bearing on the plot of the movie. Like if he was if he wasn't there, the Nazis still would have found the thing. Like yeah, not like yeah. everything uh, would have played out even if Indiana Jones like the Ark still would have opened up and consumed all their souls or whatever happens. That, that's what I was kind of thinking too. Like, uh, he's, he didn't really do anything by the end, except <laughs> like, like he found all this stuff. Sure. But like they, they were the ones who found it. And then he just happened to come in and swoop it up after it ate all their souls. <laughs> well, the difference though still is that, if he wasn't there, then the Nazis would have kept it. 
They would have had, but it would have swooped up all their souls. They would have still opened it. Yeah, they would be. They all be dead. Oh, oh, what if that would end World War Two? Because it's for the Fuhrer. And what if they actually got it to him? Oh, they got it to Hitler, and he's like, "Oh, what is in this shiny box?" (laughs) Indiana Jones prevented World War Two from ending. Oh, I like this bad man. I support this theory. He's he a could bad have killed man. Hitler. Could have killed Hitler, and he yeah. chose not to. <laughs> he chose. Oh, he should have been like, "This belongs in him." Actually, take it to him. <laughs> take it to him. Uh, well, yeah, because he knows what it does, right? He said to close his eyes. How does he know that? That was another question I had. Like, I wish there was a line or something that was like, "Don't look at the Covenant of the Lost Ark," and. I'm kind of right Ephesians. there too. I'm I'm kind of there with you, but like I also see how he might have like inferred that um, because he's a well-researched dude. That's um, true. He he, is. he knows, and he probably knows of like uh, like God's wrath, right? And like um, I think he, he's a Christian. I think he's a devout uh, Christian. I don't I don't think so because when. When asked, the dude warns him about the Ark and, like, looking for it. And he's like, there's, there, you've never searched for anything like this before. He's like, I don't believe in magic and all that crap. Um, well, it's not magic. It's a miracle. Okay. Well, uh, there's also a painting that is shown to him that, like, he makes an observation of, of all the rays of light coming out of the Ark um, in the drawing in that book that he shows them. Um and maybe that's like oh. knowing that like from that book and then like yeah just like i think he kind of maybe inferred it but those are menacing mm. lights Six, before that i'm just like okay i guess maybe he's like i feel like this is something we should look away from <laughs> i i do think that yeah maybe so seem right yeah maybe some sort of more obvious context uh would have helped that sell a little bit better Mm -hmm. what if that's why it's never found because whoever finds it dies and melts probably is that's a good point that's a good point except for indiana jones it wiped out wiped out the egyptians maybe it wiped out cairo egyptians are still a thing (laughs) No, I know, but like the the city of Cairo. Oh, you're like right. The ancient city? Cairo. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that city of Cairo is gone. Well, like remember the uh, the I little the map are? room. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. You're the right. Ancient yep. city. Yeah, is you're that, right. Is that where the pyramids are? Cairo? No, uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't have because there's no Egypt. town of Egypt. They're in Egypt. Um, They're in the desert. Uh, another Egypt. Another error, possible error. I realized uh, the guy in Cairo that's buddies with him. That there's the place they're staying at. Uh, his voice during one conversation just sounds completely different mid-conversation. Like there's just one sentence he says where it's like deeper sounding and it sounds like it was almost recorded in a different environment. 
Is that when they're, um, are you saying one of the German dudes in the desert? No, it's no, the guy, his, buddy, his buddy he meets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Dude. Yeah, he's like, you're the one guy I trust because you're a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's the monkey that does the Sieg Heil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I crack I, up at that every time. I, I That's my biggest RIP. It's the monkey. Valid. The, the Nazi takes. monkey. I'll, yeah. I'll give it to him, too. He deserves That's a valid takes. take. Bad days. Bad. Yeah, that was that was good. I like that. Uh-huh. Clever. Were they trying to poison him? But uh, it's monkey a fantastic got it shot. First. I say it's good in the movie, but I also watched it like, yeah, that would never happen. What, the like, monkey? Well, like when Indy flicks the date into the air and he's going to catch it in his mouth. And this dude, like, within that time, he's like, monkey, dead. Dates, bad. Oh, catches it. Bad dates. <laughs> <laughs> it's badass. You know what? Though. For that reason, <laughs> I'm giving him MVP. Oh. <laughs> yeah, say, for is... that reason, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> he is a valuable asset to the team. He is. Um... I mean, it's got to be Indiana Jones MVP for me, just for being him. I, you know? I, I'm going to say, um, okay, I got my dunce and my MVP. So my MVP is best friend of Indy, and the dunce is the guy that leaves Indy behind to run away and traps himself into so, the spikes. So the oh, same guy Doc I Ock? said for yeah. MVP. Doc Ock? No, for MVP. Oh, the friend, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I thought you were saying the Doc Ock guy was MVP. I'm like, what he do? I mean, dunce of the movie's got to be uh, Bullock, the guy who he always swoops in at the last minute. It's like, oh, Dr. Jones, you did all the work. I'm going to take it now. That guy, dunce. I feel like there are a lot That's of That's just him being pick. mean. He's not stupid for doing that. I don't I mean, have are you. No, are you going to argue this every time? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to have You have to, a good like, argument, though, okay. Dean, because if anything, that would say he swindled Indiana Jones. That's what I'm saying. So maybe he's not a dunce. But he's a dunce might, for working but he is with a dunce the Nazis. Because he's working with the Nazis. <laughs> going, oh, there are dunce <laughs> characters. I am going Dude. to give my dunce award to big burly man that decides to fight Indy and gets diced by the, the plane. Ooh, that is a dunce move. And he's a Why Nazi. That's two birds. What? There we go. <laughs> Why is he a dunce, though, for fighting Indy? Like he, I think he had it's a good mostly, advantage in that fight. It's he mostly the, the getting <laughs> diced. <laughs> he could have shot like, I like that he sees Indiana Jones and like I think he has the gun and then he like he's like nah I gotta just kick this I'm guy's thinking. ass <laughs> and he takes I, his shirt off. He just needs I a assume beating. I assume he would have a gun, but I don't. I guess I can't remember him having one. But he oh, did okay. look at him and take off his shirt. Like I I specifically want to <laughs> punch this man out. I specifically yeah. want to beat you. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. No, he's he's great. Um, man, now I, I mean, you got me rethinking my dunce, but I can't really think of another. I don't know. Maybe it is Doc Ock. Just I for... think it's Doc Ock because he 
I felt like I had Dunce vibes from the get-go with the dude. And then the dude's like, he's like shocked. He's like, man, he's getting through all these traps. I might as well run away from him. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, why did you think that you could make it back out alive? He went yeah. through it before. No, I I agree. I see that. No, I changed my dunce. It's Stock Ock. Nice. Uh, biggest R.I.P. Monkey, MVP, Indiana Jones. Um, This movie is always a lot more violent than I remember it being. Like, I think that goes oh, it's for brutal. all Indiana Jones movies. Like, when I saw blood splatter a couple mm. times, or the one dude just gets, like, doesn't one of them just get, like, shot in the head or something? Like, I remember yeah, some dude just driver. getting shot. Yeah. The driver, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's I, it's oh, just like, damn, I didn't remember that. I still think the monkey is biggest RIP, but we cannot forget Sword Guy. Because it's one of the so most iconic guy. points. You're of right. course. One of the I, most iconic cinema yeah. scenes, I would say. I want to let somebody else explain it. That's a good fact to know. And I know uh, Matt knows. Uh, so all I know about it is that Indiana Jones was supposed to fight him. Uh, but then mm-hmm. he was like something about it. He wasn't feeling the best that day. And Pretty sure he had dysentery like throughout the filming. Oh, that's shoot. why okay. that's why Indiana Jones is like so much more sweaty than everybody else. <laughs> that that could make <laughs> sense, uh, but yeah, he basically just because he wasn't feeling it, just improv pulled out his gun and shot him, and then they just rolled mm-hmm. with it. And I love how the crowd reacts to like, yeah, like uh, it's great. It's so it's, good. It's that's perfect. a good set of actors, like. That sword guy, I kind of feel bad for him because he apparently had like all this choreography with. Oh that yeah, was I didn't think about that. <laughs> and you know, still good on him for being in the middle of the shot preparing for that, and just goes with it. Oh, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> guess yeah. I'm dead. Guess maybe I'm maybe dead. he felt a little gypped out of his scenes at first, but then I'm sure once he realized yeah. how famous that scene became, that's what I think. He probably felt a little gratified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. had a he if, had a close up shot. Yeah. If I went to Comic Con and there was a booth for like a guy I had no idea what his name was, and then I was like looking closer, I'm like, who is this guy? And it's like this is the guy that had the sword but gets shot by Indiana Jones. I'd meet him. I'd shake his oh, hand. Yeah. I'd say, good on you. You Thank were a trooper. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, except I can't remember if he was affiliated with the Nazis, so I'm going to hold that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> was he? He? I think he was like a I think mercenary. he was just living in, yeah, I think he was just living in Cairo being a little sword guy. Well, I think, yeah, I think that could even be his home. I mean, it makes sense, but I think all of those dudes who were like digging, like any any of those guys, I think they were just paid mercenaries. And at that point, you know, I'm not going to blame them. I'm not going to say they're the ones that caused it's all the, the mayhem. It's for the cash, for the moolah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. for that in that time period, can't make the scene if you don't got the green. True gotta that. Have the green. Um, gotta have the green. The the scene with all the snakes. Love that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes in the film. And Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> I 
something I didn't think about until this watch through. I thought this was kind of cool was all these snakes are guarding this biblical artifact and what's mm. often depicted as Satan in the story of Adam and Eve. It's oh. a snake. Oh, why is Satan guarding the holy artifacts? I don't know. It, it's a dichotomy. Want the a dichotomy. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Dean, I said a big word. That means you have to know I'm right. Well, I think mm-hmm. I heard all those syllables and consonants, but I didn't really know what you... What was the word, Matt? Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Okay, I'm going to try and define it from not knowing anything about it. This is dichotomy moment. Mm-hmm. Dichotomy. dichotomy. Okay, so I know a die. A die is many things. A die is, you know, can color things. A die is used in tooling, you know, tooling and die. Oh, um, just get on with yeah, it. You're not Automy is an operation, I think. You are. You're... So the word is an operation involving no. dies. No, no. Sorry, buddy. <clears throat> Basically, it just means contrast. Yeah. Huh? D- a difference yeah. between two things. It's like two opposing things, but it it's interesting. Otomy is an operation, though, right? Like lobotomy, a uh, tracheectomy. I don't um, think dichotomy is an operation. If you add a Y to the end of a word, it means operation. Otomy. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Where where were we? Um, oh, we've been. Getting- I, well, I feel the eighties. Not bad though. Like I love the vibes of this movie. It's a great movie. Um, the thing is, I get what Drew is saying. Where you're trying to watch it, and you're trying to have a first experience, and that's what I was trying to do. But I couldn't help but feel a little bit of corniness when he Indy goes in the plane, and there's a snake in his seat, and he's like, "What's this? Oh, that's my pet snake, Reggie." Yeah. I hate snakes. But if, <laughs> if you didn't know he hated snakes, then yeah, that's that's some good uh, that's good preparation to know he he hates snakes. I, I felt the same know, way. Yeah, when you know it, it, it don't hit the I, same. It's different. It almost it doesn't feel like an '80s movie to me, honestly. Just because, like, I know it's based on like '40s and '50s serials right. so much, like westerns, yeah, and stuff. It always felt more like that to me than like how yeah. Predator. Yeah, that very much does feel like an '80s movie. I, I guess it just like feels it almost, older. It does almost feel older. I would say, um, then. This is probably what it is. I would just say if it's a period piece in the 80s, I I don't think I ever notice it. it's an 80s film. Because any 80s movie that takes place in history, I feel like I'm watching it as the time period. Like, obviously, it's not filmed in the 40s, but I'm watching it. I'm like, this is the 40s. <laughs> no 80s yeah. in sight. <laughs> no 80s in sight. But I do, to be on the topic of cringe scenes... Um, I want to talk about the scene that I just call Kiss My Boo-Boos. Oh, I hate that scene. Yeah, I hate the scene of is, him and her on the boat. It it's is cringe. A little Boo-boos. cringe. 
But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, he gave oh. it. Yo, I thought he was going to point at his schlong. <laughs> like, he had a clear runway for it. Seek therapy. Seek it therapy. It really dude. does not hurt here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would have to hurt there, or else she wouldn't do it. No, no. She was, she was saying, where does it not hurt? And he goes, here, here. Oh, I thought oh, it was where it kisses. does hurt. I thought she was kissing him where it does hurt. No. That makes sense. No, that would because... hurt. <laughs> you ever but been kissed on a boo boo? I do <laughs> love when he smacks his head super hard on a mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I. Shoot. Yeah, she I felt him. his pain. Yeah. <laughs> I so felt it too. That. That, that scene was great. That was a moment. That was an equal moment of me belting out laughing hard to yeah. <laughs> the agent in Iron Giant getting his head slammed in the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's those unexpected injuries. Right. Yeah, I wonder if that was like an improv thing. Because I feel uh, like it just seems improv, like one of those. It, it does seem odd that they cut away from it to the outside of the boat, and then they cut back to mm-hmm. in that same room. I, You know what? What if it actually happened? Because it looks like it That's, what, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Can we look it up? I might have, have an MV, a new MVP that I just What's thought about. The, the guy who is willing to take them on the boat. He was he a is, cool guy. Yeah, he is a pretty cool guy, and he tries to save Marion. Um, yeah, and then the Nazi submarine comes, and he like he couldn't do really much about it. No, but then I remember my previous MVP was Indiana Jones, so I retract that statement. Okay. It, it's got to be Indiana Jones. He's Indiana Jones. Marion ends up kind of just being a damsel in distress most of the time, which. Mm-hmm. Is is a little unfortunate, but um, I still really like her as a character. I I remember in Compass, uh, my brief stint at Compass, I wrote a paper about Steven Spielberg, and I got to pick three Steven Spielberg movies. I picked E.T., Saving Private Ryan, and this. And my professor loved the way I described Marion because I said that she is she is technically yes a damsel in distress but she i always feel like she has a way of getting out of situations yeah she's indiana jones gets to it first yeah she's still pretty badass like she's always scheming for sure Mm -hmm. and i i do like like i I love when she has the drink off with the guy yeah the the wine nazi that's yeah that's great apparently there is a plot hole um Yeah, I went looking for whatever I was before and I got uh, off track. Um, There's a plot hole that it's related to the staff itself that he uses that catches the light. And um, I guess earlier, Indy and Sala read the inscription on the headpiece and learn that the staff should be six kadams high, which is identified as roughly 72 inches this means that one kadam is approximately one foot. And when one kadam is then sub- subtracted to honor the Hebrew God, the staff should stand at roughly five feet high. However, 
Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones is around six feet tall, meaning the staff should be considerably shorter than he is, but it's taller than him. Okay, Meaning okay. he has the incorrect staff. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's not really like a plot hole until you look into it. Like, then it is. It's just a hard one to find. I mean, yeah, but like, it's nothing that... It doesn't your, bother me. Yeah, on your first watch through or something, it's nothing where you'd be like, oh, that's only three kadams or whatever. <laughs> three kadams. <laughs> um... I know how tall Harrison Ford is, and it is not that tall. <laughs> and I guess the other part is they just say it's just, which I don't know. It's just a coincidence. It's no hole no. right here. But they're saying it's really far fetched that he dropped in at the exact time that the light hit just right. Hmm. Well, I, I I always thought that he planned that out. Like I thought he knew oh. what time he was gonna. Go there. I have, I have no idea. Have we talked about a Harrison Ford movie before? No, I, I don't can't think, think so. of one. What do you guys think of Harrison Ford? I love Harrison Ford. He's great. He's great. He's great. I think he, as an actual individual, I don't know if I'm out of line to say he's badass, but like, man, crash landed his plane in a golf course and walked out. What? And that was like after filming Crystal Skull. Facts? So he was also pretty. Yeah. I remember when he crashed his plane in a golf course. Man can fly what? planes. I do not remember that. That sounds really? like he can't oh. fly them. He crashed Well, now them. I'm worried it's a dream I had, but I'm pretty sure it's true. <laughs> there was a there was probably a snake on the plane. Oh. He had to get Yo, this movie did snakes on the plane first. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> It's all coming together. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. It was in Venice, California. I didn't know there was a Venice, California. Oh, that's a cool plane. It looks like... He was flying from Venice to California. The plane is like a 40s plane. How fitting. You know... Is it the same plane from Indiana Jones? No, it's it's like uh, an American... That would have been cool if he got to keep the plane. Maybe fighter. But Mm -hmm. did you know... I'm pretty sure this is right. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford's favorite character. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that. It's. I think. Oh, I'm I sorry. That's true. No, no, I'm not like. <laughs> no, I didn't know it I as a fact. I was going to say I just feel like Harrison Ford's favorite character would be Indiana Jones. You, well, and that's why I'm not worried about number five coming out. As, I mean, I'm a little nervous because, you know, they always do that thing where they make the original character seem dumber than the new character. Like, I always do it like this. Well, this way's faster. Oh, but um, I feel like he's not going to let them do that because he loves the character so much. They got to let if he's going away in this next movie, they're going to do it justice. I feel they got to. I, Otherwise, he wouldn't do it. I think you can tell that it's his favorite role because, yeah, he's – I don't know. I Like, just looking at him as Han Solo and then looking at him in here, like, they oh, yeah. almost seem like two different actors because like, I just feel like <laughs> he plays his heart out a lot more here. Well, it's not only that. It's the fact that he has that contrast between the two, but the character that seems more, like, better, like he loves better – He's also playing while having dysentery. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is an awful sickness. You're yeah. right. No, you're right. And I mean, I've seen those compilations of like Harrison Ford just saying how much he hates Star Wars <laughs> yeah. and all that. And and like and then you talk to him about Indiana Jones, he's like, I like Indiana Jones. <laughs> nice. Um I want to touch on the music because oh, I've had yeah. we've talked about music. Is the main theme repetitive? A little, but... Yes, but welcome. Yes, agreed. Like, it's a little repetitive, but... I don't know, it's... I like that they adjust it for the mood. Like, when it's, like, a really sweet, heartwarming moment, it's not... It's... (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think... I think it almost is a different song or score at that point when you are like changing it to like influence the mood of the film they do the same thing in harry potter yeah yeah they do um john williams do harry potter or is that a different guy i think Uh, so we had this conversation i'm pretty sure it's john williams that did harry potter is he still alive he's great yep Good because I I'm, He's I'm tiring soon. <gasps> we have to make a movie. Quick. Or maybe I'm just thinking. <laughs> he, he said like episode nine was his last Star Wars. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Uh, oh, so maybe he did say Star Wars. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was doing. He did the sequel trilogy too. I didn't know yep. that. Yep. He's no, one I was of my just singing like score artists. Not to cut yeah. you off. I, just, I love John no, Williams. No, I, learned about I was going to music class. Commend him too. I was going to think no or I was going to say I don't think any other character associates with their theme the way Indiana Jones does. Like the movie, like you hear the first couple notes of that song and you instantly picture the movies and the character. Yeah, and I just I can't think of like any other like the other one I think of is like the Imperial March from Star Wars, right? Where you can instantly picture Star Wars and Darth Vader just from the don't 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 and it's like yeah, but it's like both those are John Williams and it's fantastic, and but it's incredible. Let me let me lay this one on you. I always think of Jaws the. The, yeah, that's uh, another great one. Uh, always makes me think of the shark. Dun 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 dun. Um, I yeah, yeah, no, I think the theme like, I don't even know how to describe it like in a musical genre sense, but like it does seem old timey, like old timey serials, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah, it, it complements him so well as a character. It screams adventure. Yes. Literally yeah. screams it. Literally. Literally. That it do. Uh, one one scene, and it's a little scene, but I always love it, and it is the last scene of the film when they load the Ark into the warehouse, and it shows mm. just the rows and rows of boxes. Like, I do love a, that scene. Yeah, like as a kid and even now, like it always just makes my mind wander. Like, what is in though? It's like, is it like more ancient, yeah. like things that are oh, almost yeah. like of a magical descent or like religious? Thinking, or... thinking about it though, when I watched it, you know, I kind of felt a little bad for Indy 
because he's always talking about, he's like, this belongs in a museum. This belongs to be displayed for people to see and learn the history. And every time he gets something, they store it in this top secret warehouse. Yeah. Does Indiana Jones know about that? He does by the crystal skull, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. But is that why he's trying to salvage something? Oh, wait, no, the Russians are making him do it. I, I mean, like... I agree with Indy to an extent, but like when it comes to something like the Ark, um, like one character in the film says, whatever army carries the Ark before them is the most powerful army in the world. Like, I, I don't maybe know don't if give the- <laughs> any amount of security <laughs> yeah. can protect this. Like, yeah, maybe don't give that to a government-funded museum. <laughs> I mean, it's probably still in a government-funded project, but like... At least it's locked away to where no one can just go in and rob the place for the yeah. art. That's probably yeah. why they do it. But I think I do think it's sad because I think I believe Indiana he he wants people to see and he wants people to learn. That's why he does yeah. what he does. Otherwise, leave it where it's at because then nobody's gonna find it. Otherwise, right. now uh, it's right. in a place where people could find it, but it's just protected. But yeah. My theory, that warehouse is actually the SCP Foundation. Yo! Because the oh. Ark, that is 100% an SCP, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> Holy, no, Grail. Right. Holy Grail, yep. I'm, whatever one, is though. in the Temple of Doom. Because <laughs> they got the right Holy Grail. Maybe they got all the Grails, and they're like, oh. all of these are Euclid. This one <laughs> is safe. Yeah. <laughs> The rest is death juice. Don't death drink juice. it. I feel like Area 51 looks like this. Like, mm-hmm. it's what I picture when I think of Area 51. It's just like tons of artifacts and things that we're not supposed to know about. And perhaps even creatures. I think I said the villains in um, Crystal Skull are Russian. But they're German. They're still German, aren't they? I think they're Russian. Are they? I get because thrown off by the lady, but I... Crystal Skull takes place in the Cold War because it's like thirty years after. Oh, you're right. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Honestly, I do Sorry. like that movie. I know people hate on it. I it's, it's I haven't the, seen it since it came out, so I couldn't tell you. It's the least good of all the Indiana Jones, but I'm still gonna watch it if I marathon them. I. Yeah, that's I skipped that one on my last marathon. Uh, so I see, I can't say the same. I while it is definitely the worst Indiana Jones movie, I still like it. I still enjoy it, and like I don't mind that they added aliens into it. I know that's a big like factor for a lot of people. They're like, "Oh, aliens? That's not realistic." Well, I mean, depending on your views. Who says the Ark of the Covenant opening and melting everyone's face yeah. off is realistic? Maybe they for once didn't want I it do. to be attached <laughs> to a religion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I get that. Um, I mean, there was... It might have been Temple of Doom, but there was a movie where they specifically did not want to do Nazis as the villain again because they didn't want that to just to be the whole thing. It's just Nazis. No. That was probably Temple of Doom. That's what I'm thinking. Because they were they came back in the, um, yeah, Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. Last They're Crusade back. is my favorite of the Indiana Jones okay. movies. That's valid. Raiders of the Lost Ark has always been my favorite, but I like uh, all of them. 
It's tough. I I honestly like just trying to think of them. I can't remember what Last Crusade like the plot line is, but I know I've seen it. Um, Temple of Doom. He's on an adventure with his dad. Oh, that is a good one. That is mm-hmm. a really good one. I I do like Temple of Doom a lot, though. Temple the, of Doom is badass. My favorite scene from the third one was when they're on the plane and he has uh Sean Connery, his dad. Um, shooting the gun for him and he just turns <laughs> it and shoots out their own like rudder right. oh, yeah. to the plane and he looks at Indy and he's like I'm sorry Indy they got us love Sean Connery yeah they got us I have the whole collection on Blu-ray and uh, watching this first one in Blu-ray it is really nice looking like it's I mean, obviously, it still has that film grainy 80s look to it, but it looks good. It's impressive. Yeah. And watching it on VHS today, I almost was like, man, I kind of wish that I like I had the Blu-ray of this because I'm sure it looks great. Yeah, I don't agree. I was going to say <laughs> oh, I'd I rather have the worst quality. VHS. I'm Dean. Chippy chippy chop. I would buy a tape recorder just to play my Blu-ray movies on it and record them onto VHS. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I I do think that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. I'd do it with Lighthouse. But oh, that would be cool. It's already in the ratio. Um, the already in the ratio. Something I forgot to say was uh, I <laughs> I've said it before in an episode. I'll say it again. I love like 80s cartoon cartoony looking effects like um hand-drawn effects especially like the lightning and stuff like the storm oh, yeah. that we see oh in yeah this. uh like it very very clearly is green screen that's when um, it looks the most like artificial and i i, I like i wrote it. down that it, it looks yeah it looks really fake but it adds to the atmosphere yeah. so much that i don't it care does. It really does. I feel like if you're going to have effects that are bad and look like that, then pair an older camera with it. And, you know, it could work then. I yeah. think it worked in this case because that's all they, all they had. You, you say, mm-hmm. we, you just tell them, you're like, we just, we like the aesthetic of an 80s movie. So we intentionally gave it old effects well that's that's how i always feel too like uh, not enough movies nowadays and it's kind of turning around it's coming back to it but not enough like we'll go back and use a camera of that era and i, know, I and think, I think people should i i agree 100 percent. like i know film is very very costly but like if you're a Apes big stuff. if you're a big hollywood studio like you you can afford that come on you're just Penny pension, yeah. penny pension, but there, I mean, there's tape recorders too. Yeah. Like before digital. Yeah. Magnetic tape. Oops. Put a magnet on it at the end of the movie recording. Oh, it's now it's gone. Now it's gone. How do you feel about that? Spiel back. <laughs> Whoa, man. It's choking me. Spielberg is pissed. <laughs> Man, Spielberg at the time this came out, a game. Like, Spielberg True. dominated from, like, True. the mid-70s to mid-to-late 90s. Yeah, he was That is, like, peak Spielberg. He was the king I, of Hollywood for a while. 
you know, I say just give him his old equipment back and he'd probably be able to work just as well. Maybe he's just he's just a little timid with all this new technology. Just a little timid, a little timid <laughs> of all this new developments. I don't know computers. Oh, ready player let's, one. I was just going to say, let's give him ready player one. <laughs> the most, one of the most Dang, technically advanced movies. That yes. is, he directed oh. that is a Steven Spielberg. Unfortunately, I know. Yeah, God, I wish that but, movie were better than it is. But like, <laughs> from this time period, it's Jaws, Indiana Jones, E.T., Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Like, banger, 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 banger. Like, every movie is just so good good except for et that one sucks but hey, I don't i'm in the minority of that opinion I, no, I don't even watch et i've never seen it don't want to i i don't think it sucks per se i think it is probably the worst out of all those ones you mentioned but also like it's creepy as hell that's my main complaint it's creepy <laughs> my sister was terrified of et i don't so blame I'm... her for a second you're the second person i know that finds that movie scary <laughs> um, i think even as a kid i just look at like trailers of it and be like what the hell is this this ain't a movie this is garbage that's what i thought <laughs> E.T.'s <laughs> biggest problem is its runtime. It's two and a half hours, yeah. and it's a very simple probably, story. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't watch it. I don't know. If it was just an hour, I'll try it. I think I feel like E.T. would be a very good 90-minute movie. Release the Dawson cut of E.T. <laughs> yeah, let's just me. work on it. I'll cut it down. I'll cut down to the good parts. All the unnecessary stuff. Don't yeah, need that. Get rid of Get rid of it. The of the it. ride at Universal Studios is so terrifying, even more so than the movie, because <laughs> you like go to ET's home planet, and then there's oh. like all these weird other alien creatures that aren't even shown in the film. And then at the end of the ride, ET like says your name if you typed it in at the beginning of the ride. So oh. it'll be like Thank you, Drew. Matt Dean oh. in um and that's what and we that's... were talking about before that was the movie the, the movie. movie man all right i won the imdb game so i get to give my final thoughts and rating first and Man, like I said, I think this movie, it's like, it's so good. It's such a great, like, introduction to action films, adventure films. The music is incredible. Uh, the characters are great. And it's just like, it's such, like, this is an essential. If you are listening to this and have not watched Indiana Jones, what are you doing like, if you're a human being that's made it this far on this planet where you have picked up the capability to use an iPhone and look up our podcast and listen to it, and you haven't seen Indiana Jones? What is wrong with you? We could yeah, use that's what I'm account. saying. Watch Indiana Jones, but also keep listening to yeah, us. Yeah, keep listening. <laughs> Just listen after. I think... I think my only issues with it are those two big exposition scenes towards the beginning of the film 
and I cringe really hard at the kissing my boo-boos scene. And it's it's like I I'm pushing so hard because I really want to give it a 10 out of 10, but it's just those little things do draw back, and it's not as rewatchable as other movies I've given 10 out of 10s. Sounds like it ain't a 10 out of 10. So I might regret this later, but I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Okay. I okay, thought you were just okay. going to say, so I might regret it, but I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm giving it out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 to me, in my heart, but 9 out of 10 realistically to me. Uh, Dean, you're in uh, final thoughts and rating of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark is a pretty good movie. Um... I enjoy it. Um, pretty much the same reasons you dislike it are the same for me, other than, you know, I don't cringe at the kiss scene. I think I'd maybe do cringe at the boo boos because I, I, who the hell in this movie would Talks say that? like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a little weird, but I mean, I like the scene, not because she's kissing him, but it's like he's, he's, it's really, it's because it's they had this tension this whole time. There's this tension, and you're like, come on, when are you going to bone? And yeah, this scene comes, and they don't bone, I don't think. Mm, it's implied. Off straight PG. Implied. Yeah, could be implied, but yeah, she gives them the, basically those kisses. You're like, oh, sealed the deal. They both know now. They could have both been straining. They could have both been wondering, but they didn't know exactly from the other until then. That revealed it. That's like, we are attracted to each other. We are going to do things people do when they like each other. And That's you know great. what? I'm happy to see her come back in the fourth. Um, enjoyed the movie. Yeah, slow expositions. I don't know. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it an 8.6. Okay. 8.6. Nice. All right. Nice. Drew, what are your final thoughts and rating of Raiders of the Lost Ark? I love this movie. I think 80s 80s movies in general are fantastic, unlike Dean. Um, I love Indiana Jones as a character. The storyline is very solid. Um, great characters, great cast. I uh, love the corny 80s effects. Love the, the Nazi dude in the black coat. Um, great villain right there. Uh, and these... These movies, like, you can't give me enough Indiana Jones movies. Like, if Harrison Ford suddenly turned immortal somehow, and they were like, we're coming out with a thousand more Indiana Jones movies, I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, I want to see what other artifacts he goes after and what he's exploring. Um, So, yeah, I love Indiana Jones. Can't have enough of it. But I do also agree that there are kind of like some slow parts uh, here and there. I'm looking at it now after Matt said it. The the scene is pretty cringy with the boo-boos. Um you know I love it though. I'm going to I'm going to give it a I'll meet where Matt is. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. All right. All right, sweet. Well, Drew, thank you for bringing us Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. I don't want to miss I don't want to miss one thing about this because I I um it's a monumental scene, the melting scene in this movie, you know. Just want to quick jump oh, back. Oh, yeah, we, um, did, I mean, we didn't talk about the melting. You're right, you're right. Yeah, we didn't go too far. No, we talked a little bit of it. We dabbled, but I just quick looked up how they did it because I didn't know, and I figured it's something we should have on here. So um, they 
carved a skull out of stone in order to withstand the face melting heat. And they, um, I don't know if they actually dipped his face in it, but they took a mold of the actual actor's heads in made with those molds. They made the faces out of, um, it's like, a. it's called alginate or alginate. It's what dentists use for, um, molds for something. But, Probably like um, retainers. Yeah, they took that, put it in the mold, then they sculpted it just right, put eyes in it, some teeth, and then they took two propane heaters on each side, and Wallace was some dude's name, also stood under them and held a heat gun from underneath, and he like evened it out as it, so it would all melt at once. It's pretty cool. That's kind of what I was thinking was that they were using like a heat gun of some sort. Um, but like, man, I love effects like this in movies. Me too. Like, I always think I'd of the. To it. Yeah. I wouldn't do any CGI personally. No, I think I think practical looks so cool. Um, and I always think of the one. I don't know what movie it's from. I'm assuming a horror movie. But the scene I'm picturing is there's like this dude on like TV or a news station, and his head just explodes. But like you oh, can yeah. tell for a brief scene. second that like it switches out to the dummy. But like, that, oh yeah, that shot was, um, I think, a similar mold of the actor's head, but they filled it with dog food <laughs> and shot it with a twelve gauge. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. so cool. I love that. So we gotta implement that practicality into our films. Well, that scene happened, and Tori literally just went right to saying, "Why don't they do this anymore?" Yeah, like. And I I, it's true. I think everybody, even because you can tell it's fake, but it's more enjoyable to where you would still prefer it. And if anything, maybe the kids can handle it more too. That I don't know. Maybe melt more faces. Yeah. I scared a lot of people. I know. Hmm. But yeah, um, we watched Indiana Jones. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Drew. And uh, Dean, it's your pick for next yep, week. Yep. Which uh, franchise oh. are we starting? All right. Well, I've had you guys pick quite often. I, I gotta. I I can't, I can't be the guy who just goes. You pick every time. So I'm picking. This nice. is my land down the law this week. Land down the law. We're gonna watch Pirates of the Caribbean: yeah. Black Pearl. Cool. Good choice. I, that was one I really wanted to pick just because I've never seen it. <gasps> And what? this feels like one that you gotta see. That's a sin. Yeah. Some people, I think, do prefer it over the others. Have I, you seen I, any? I'm, I'm very excited. I'd I've say seen it's probably my favorite. On Stranger Tides. Oh, the worst that's, one. <laughs> that's the only one I've seen. <laughs> I'd say it's probably my favorite. Like, it's the most memorable out of any of them for me, at least. I like it a lot. I don't know if it's my favorite because I really like Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's understandable. Everything I've seen with him, I've been like, I want to know more yeah. about this dude. Yeah. This cool dude. So you haven't even seen those? No. Bro. Oh, okay. I remember seeing the trailers for like At World's End, and I was like, this this looks like the coolest thing ever. And I never watched it. All right, sweet. Well, with all that being said, Drew, where can the people find you and all the good things you're doing online? Oh, you can find me on TikTok under the name Naughty Bear Freak, where I do arcade videos daily, most of the time. 
Uh, and then you can find me on YouTube under the same name where I do gaming videos and check me out on Instagram where I have been slowly but surely uploading my new film photos under the name harvey.barker.photo.video. Nice, nice. And Dean, where can the people find you and everything you're doing online? Quick recap. Um, if you can't understand my, uh, I'm going to assume I have a Midwestern accent, right? That's where we're at, right? Midwest. That's where we are. All right. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. I think I said Caribbean. I'm going to say Caribbean. I'm glad. That's how I I'd say it. it. That's what we say up here. I'm glad but anyways, that you did that, though, for the audience. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Appreciate know. it. Um, but if you want to find me, we're, we're blissfully ignorant. <laughs> you, if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram, Dean Calkins, all one word, all lowercase. I got it. I got to take more photos. And I say that every time I want to do a lot of things. We're doing a photo drive this Wednesday. Hey. It's official. It's official. It's official. I think hey. Dean, I Dean, could you calendar. plug your Instagram as Jack Sparrow? Huh? Could you plug your Instagram as Jack Sparrow? Oh, um, I can try. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. I know. I gotta warm up my peanut. Matt <laughs> uh, <laughs> wouldn't know that line. Matt wouldn't know, I don't that, know line. that line. Yeah, Seems true. funny though. My peanut. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Where's the rum gone? I'm just really scared. I'm really scared. <laughs> okay, you don't um, have to do it. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm gonna. <clears throat> She's gonna mumble. I think. <laughs> the people right. can find me on. <laughs> Damn it! That, that was pretty good so far. I was liking it. I'm good. The people can find me on the Instagram. Dean Calkins? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I'm being me. I How does Keith Richards good. talk? He's based off Keith Richards. Um, <laughs> the, 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 damn, I'm just going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have it. I did? Dude, we, uh, we'll save it for next week. Oh. Practice, and we'll no. do it next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the people can find me on Twitter at <laughs> the people can find me on Twitter at Opera two four zero zero and my personal YouTube channel Pure Vision. And of course, don't forget to join the club by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that bell notification and leave us a kind review if you would. Five stars always are appreciated. Also, we have merch. Go to our merch shop, redbubble.com. Look up Dial-Up Movie Club so you can have all of our options. And don't forget to watch Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, for next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Dial-Up Movie Club. And remember, it's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye! Goodbye. Goodbye. I want an adventure. I wanted to do the sparrow.